This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Tanner Wallace-Scribner filling in for Jim Smalley while he's at Egg in Motion today. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture, brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. With Egg in Motion underway, like I mentioned, we will hear from show director Rob O'Connor and what people can expect from this year's show. We'll also preview a tour happening in Egg in Motion that will demonstrate various crops in the latest in agriculture technology. And in some non-Egg in Motion news, we'll talk about the multi-million dollar investment that will expand the use of chickpeas and how pulse crops are faring this year. We'll have all that and more with your farm weather and market updates in their usual spot. Tanner Wallace Scribner filling in for for Jim Smalley, this portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain. Helping growers contract any type of grain, call 1-800-324-7778 and brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your water well wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. More than 500 exhibits will be featured at Egg in Motion, which opened today at Langham, about 15 minutes northwest of Saskatoon. It's the first in-person Egg in Motion since 2019, and show director Rob O'Connor and his crew are ready to go. I think when people get here through the gates, they're really going to find that the exhibitors have done a great job, the equipment looks fantastic, the crop plots look wonderful, the demonstrations they're rightful so there's lots of opportunities for people to see whether it's a seeding or planting demonstration or a tillage demonstration we have a drone demonstration with three companies participating in that as well so lots of opportunity to to see and learn but also we want to make people feel comfortable and enjoy themselves so we have lots of water on site and, and lots of opportunities for people to socialize get together in one of the lounges a lot of the favorites are back, including the ride and drive. Half a dozen sprayers are ready for test drives. There are drones, a tour of all research going on at the Discovery Farm and all of the exhibits. And they're about the same number of companies as the last show three years. And there's also a couple of new areas as well. Our livestock area has grown. We have other areas such as the new irrigation alley or the ag tech alley. Those are new Great to be able to have the irrigation alley where we can talk about irrigating and water management. Ag Tech Alley, of course, is what's new and coming down the pipe. It might be a concept or an idea, something three, five, ten years that might be more useful for the farm. And if you stick around this evening, it's Field of Stars, a fundraiser for the Stars Air Ambulance, a vital service for all of rural Saskatchewan. There's going to be about a thousand people tonight at Stars listening to some great music. And, and of course the auction, which is on Ritchie Brothers, that's going to be happening in conjunction with it. So uh, there's a live auction component, there's donation opportunities, and a great concert. Jess Moskaluk, you know, she's uh, a great performer, and it's really great to see that uh, somebody from Saskatchewan has done so well. And O'Connor says the process of getting into the Egg in Motion site has all been streamlined. Our gates and parking process is going to be quite different. So we really want to avoid those long lineups to get in. So what we're doing this year is vehicles come into the property, go through the truck bath because we want to really mitigate that uh, spread of club route, come through the vehicle bath and park. Then you come to the gates, you walk up to the gates and, and give us your admission there instead of what we did in the past where we stopped you in your vehicle. 
that we felt slowed down the process. So we're trying to quicken it up so that people are not waiting as long. That was Rob O'Connor, the Egg in Motion show director. You can purchase admission tickets online or pay at the gate. Cash, credit, Visa, and MasterCard are all accepted. And children 12 and under will get into Egg in Motion for free. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. This portion is brought to you by Prairie 6 Inch Eavestroffs. An inch makes a big difference. PrairieEavestroffs.ca and Prairie Co-op Grow Team. Fueling farms, feeding families in Cupar, Ituma, Lipton, and Strasburg. Egg in Motion starts today and one of the highlights is the Off the Beaten Path demonstration research tour. Farmers can see how the various crop demonstrations are performing as well as observing some of the latest agriculture technology. Blake Wyseth is the Applied Research Lead with the Glacier Farm Media Discovery Farm at Langham. Of course, we're really excited to have the full experience of Egg in Motion that people are used to and accustomed to back to 2019 this year again. And indeed, yeah, a lot the same, but a lot of changes too. This year, especially, we're excited for the Off the Beaten Path demonstration and research tour where folks can come to the site and we'll take them off the beaten path into the field to highlight some of the projects and demonstrations we have this year. Why Seth says there's several crops on display this year. We have really the range uh, of wide variety, of course, your standards, wheat, canola, flax, Durham, even forages in some of our projects. So I think it is truly an experience. Everyone should be able to find something that they will be interested in. He says there's also numerous companies involved. We really do want to be a part of industry and just leverage the expertise across really the entire sector. And I think the Field of Excellence project is such a great example of that where, you know, we have partners coming together. Some of our partners we've been working with for many years, SWAT maps, Croptimistic Technology. We've got seeding and equipment companies, other ag tech companies, some new partners with us this year, Axiom Applied Analytics being one example. So again, this year, the big focus, we're using multiple data layers so hardware and sensors installed in the field remote sensing techniques drones satellite imagery bringing that all together and then importantly what can we do with that data so we're using that to inform some of the management decisions we're making wisest says the technology information is very important for farmers that's one of the things we pride ourselves at Discovery Farm here. I think what we like to do is, you know, maybe we can experiment, test things out a little bit more than maybe some of the average growers can. And, and I think the idea is if they see something at our site that piques their interest, you know, try it out on their own farm and really uh, validate it again. So that's one of the big things. The other important part too is we love having farmers tour our projects because we want to hear from them. We want to know, you know, are the things we're looking at, does it resonate? Does it make sense? Is it answering the questions you're having? If not, what do you want us to look at? And we'll definitely take that into consideration. Wise says, says the often beaten path farm tour occurs twice a day at Egg in Motion, once at 10 a.m. and again at 2.30. We're going to be highlighting some of the projects that people have probably heard about before, you know, the Field of Excellence, the Salinity Project, but we're also excited to have some new projects this year as well. I think of the Eco-Tea Soil Health Discovery Project, the North Star Humic Acid Trial, Lucent Bioactivation Station, and a number of projects from Vatterstad Industries looking at intercropping of canola and forages, which is a really interesting project as well. 
Why Seth explains how to register if you're interested. Yeah, so I, I would encourage folks, check out our discoveryfarm.ca website. You can find under the events section, the Off the Beaten Path demonstration tour. You can pre-register for those times. So that's what I encourage. Of course, make sure you pick your time that makes sense. There's so much to see, as we know, so pre-planning is good. And once you're on the site, come to booth 703, and that'll be sort of the launch pad for the tour. Hop on the people movers. We'll head out there, make the circuit, and bring you right back so you can carry on with the rest of your day. That's Blake Wysef, the Applied Research Lead with the Discovery Farm, next to the Ag Motion site. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio, Rural Radio 147, Sirius XM. Joined right now by the Executive Director of Saskatchewan Pulse Growers, Carl Potts. Well, big announcement today by Saskatchewan Pulse Growers and Lima Grain Field Seeds. It has to do with the future of pulse breeding in, in the province. And really, this is one of those that really, obviously, we're focused on Saskatchewan here, but it kind of impacts a lot of the prairies. Uh, Carl, what is today's announcement? Well, uh, SBG and Lima Grain Field Seeds are announcing a new uh, type of producer-private partnership to support pulse breeding with a focus on Saskatchewan, particularly a focus on developing pea and lentil varieties for Saskatchewan growers. So this is a new type of an arrangement for us. Uh, as many listeners may know, we've uh, for a long time funded pulse breeding research, particularly at the uh, Crop Development Centre at, at the university. But uh, this is uh, one of uh, you know what we hope is s- several new partnerships um, you know, on, on pulse breeding that will uh, will help develop new pulse varieties for the future. So, Carl, what exactly is happening here? Is this where plant breeding is being funded by SPG and the checkoff going to, you know, being put towards a, a JV with Lima Grain? Or what, what exactly is happening here? Yeah, so this is a collaborative uh, research agreement where both SPG and uh, Lima Grain are, are putting in in funds in in in, in dollars really to uh, to fund pulse breeding uh, research, and then uh, and then the resulting varieties will be will be commercialized and uh, and be available to to growers out in the marketplace. So one of the things that that really is changing here is that you know we're shifting away from a model that that growers uh, know, growers in Saskatchewan know impulses from, uh, you know, funding a lot of research up, up front uh, with large amounts of growy, uh, grower levy dollars and having royalty-free varieties uh, coming out the other end to, uh, you know, to us funding multiple, uh, you know, partnerships and have those varieties uh, commercialized uh, in a royalty-bearing way. What, what about all the varieties that were you know, have been commercialized previous. Do they roll into this agreement, or are they outside of it, and they're they're it, it's it's not a part of it? Yeah, that that that's all all separate. So the the varieties that have already been released, uh, you know, will remain royalty free out there. You know, for growers, growers can continue to grow them. Nothing changes with those. With this new partnership, it's really about new varieties uh, being released on a go forward basis. And, uh, and and we're excited to you know to attract some new investment and some new uh, breeding interest into the sector here in Western Canada. Now, you know, you mentioned one of. So 
this doesn't. This sounds like it's not an exclusive arrangement. That SPG will also be looking at potentially other breeding partners to have similar JVs with. Yeah, we've been we've been talking, you know, to growers at our AGMs over the last couple of years and at winter meetings about a, a new a new model and a new vision for pulse breeding. So, you know, uh, we're really envisioning ourselves uh, making. Uh, investments and, uh, and and partnerships with with multiple breeding organizations including with uh, with Lima grain here but uh, the, there could be many uh, or several others that we would would choose to um, choose to uh, have partnerships with too so our focus is on delivering varieties for producers and and that's really the, the main focus uh, the main focus here so whether or not that's with uh, public breeding institutions, other private sector players. It's really about additional investment, additional uh, breeders to generate the best possible varieties for, for producers. Why Lima grain? Yeah, why why Lima grain? Really interesting question. So, um, you know, Lima grain. When we had discussions with Lima grain, we found that we had a lot of shared values. Lima grain is a uh, French uh, cooperative, and so they you know they have a lot of. Uh, you know, just uh, farmer first and, and farmer focus in, in everything that they do. They're also one of the largest seed companies in the world. So a lot of background and, and uh, expertise in breeding, variety development, and uh, and just a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of shared values. Uh, Lima Grain also has an established cereals breeding program here in Saskatchewan, based in Saskatchewan. And so th- that's another factor that uh, that really attracted us to this, uh, this partnership with Lima Grain. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. The official 620 CKRM farm weather forecast is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866 and Moose Jog Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejogtruckshop.com. Today it's cloudy with a 30% chance of showers this afternoon with the wind gusting to 50 and a high of 27. Tonight partly cloudy, that 30% chance of showers is going to continue into this evening with another risk of a thunderstorm happening this evening as well and a low 14. Tomorrow another 30% chance of showers in the morning with things clearing up in the afternoon, a high of 23 and a low of 10. On Thursday we get some sunny skies with a high of 27 and on Friday and Saturday the sun continues to shine with highs of 27 and 25. The normal high for today is 26 and the normal low is 11. Sunrise this morning was at 509 and sunset for tonight is scheduled for 901. Around the province at this hour in Estevan and Yorkton it's 20 degrees, Swift Current and Moose Jaw 23, Weyburn at 19 and in Regina it's 23 degrees. We'll be back in a moment. Tanner Wallace Scribner here once again filling in for Jim Smalley who's busy at Egg in Motion in Saskatoon. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, McDougalAuctions.com. And brought to you by Pattison Liquid Systems. Experts in liquid fertilizer distribution, fertilizers just better when it's wetter. Pattison Liquid Systems, expect the best. 
Regina-based Protein Industries Canada has joined forces with a couple of BC food companies to expand the use of chickpeas in food products. Chief Technology Officer for Protein Industries Canada, Megan Gervais, says the $2.8 million project will create salad dressings, sauces, breadings, frozen desserts and other protein alternatives from Canadian chickpeas. We have Humble and Frank out of British Columbia who are an ingredient and really condiment sort of manufacturer using chickpea protein that will be produced by a company called Inova Pro. And the um, condiments and different sort of products being produced by Humble and Frank will then be used by the Star Group in things like meal kits. So it's really a project that will focus on getting things like salad dressings and different types of condiments used made using Canadian chickpeas into consumer packaged goods that would be ready to eat or easy to cook meal products for Canadian families. Explain a little further on that for me. They will make chickpeas into what? What product? So they're looking at things like salad dressings, different sorts of condiments. So using the chickpea protein and putting it into different products that would be sort of an add-in to a meal kit. So like chicken marinade and seasoning and that kind of thing, a sprinkle? Yeah, exactly. Things like salad dressings or marinades or, you know, different kinds of sauces that might go into a mix for a food or on top of a salad or or those sorts of things. How much is the project investment? The project, I believe, is about a $2.8 million investment in total. So Protein Industries Canada has invested $1.4 million into the project, and then the consortium members will invest the rest of that. The big question, how do farmers benefit from this? You know, Canadian chickpeas are, they're a really important crop, and I think chickpeas have traditionally been thought of as maybe an ingredient into hummus. They're an interesting ingredient in that they, they people really enjoy the taste of them, and they're, they're very functional. And so this will be a whole new market for Canadian chickpeas, and really looking at them as a key condiment component going into the type of meal kit items that we might eat kind of day to day. How soon till you see this condiment being developed and on the store shelf? That's a great question. I think this project intends to have products, you know, sort of out on the shelf by the the end of the project, which would come up at the end of March 2023. So really within sort of the next six to eight months, we should start to see some of the actual products coming out of this project. They're also looking at, you said salad dressings, sauces, breading, but there's also the possibilities of frozen desserts and other protein alternatives from chickpeas? Yeah, you know, I think chickpeas, We've we, what we've come to learn is they're a very versatile ingredient. And so high in protein, but they also have, have some oil content and it really lends them to being quite versatile and useful in all kinds of different products. And so neutral taste, high functionality, they're, they're a pretty uh, exciting crop for Canadian farmers to be considering and to growing more of. That was Jim Smalley's chat with Megan Gervais, the Chief Technology Officer with Regina-based Protein Industries Canada. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Dagelman Industries. Look to Dagelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market in Arcola Building Supplies. Small town lumberyard at Big On Service, ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com. Paul's crops are looking pretty good in most areas, but producers would like to see daytime temperatures a few degrees cooler. Sherilyn Phelps is the Director of Research and Development for the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers. She describes crop conditions as variable. There's variability within regions and definitely across the province. 
I've been mainly traveling in, I would say, the northern, central to northern half, out at the Scott Field Day and back in Saskatoon and have been to the east side. And, and you know, compared to last year, our pulses are looking really good. Down south, you know, there's definitely some areas that struggle, that haven't had the rains as much. Um, there's areas up north that have had too much rain. So it's, it's kind of all over the map. But I think overall looking somewhat better than last year. Phelps says despite the positives that she's seen, there are some disease concerns. Unfortunately, yes, there is disease showing up. Um, as soon as you get that moisture and that humidity, you know, that increases the risk of disease, especially foliar diseases. And, and we are seeing some mascochitis, some anthracnose. Um, and now that it's, it's flowering time, it is fungicide go time type of thing. So, you know, there is, is some disease. The bad diseases that, you know, were usually dealing with or associated with moisture conditions being the root rots. And we are getting reports of root rots in peas and lentils starting to show up, particularly in those areas that have been receiving that moisture more so than the areas that have been drier. So, you know, unfortunately, we're still dealing with that. And I guess we're going to deal with that for a long, long time. Some of the fields that are most affected right now, we're finding are ones that had, say, lentils or peas on it in 2016, which was a wetter year in those, in those areas. So crop rotation still coming into play, even though we're six years out from when uh, the last pulse might have been growing. Phelps says some crops are looking very good in the grain belt, but this heat will not be beneficial since temperatures over 25 degrees will see some flowers falling off. Sherilyn Phelps is the Director of Research and Development for the Saskatchewan Pulse Growers and has spent the past week checking out crops at various field days in central and northern parts of the province. And Cortetive AgriScience is coming out with a new seed treatment for corn and canola. Kirsten Ratzlaff is the product manager for Seed Applied Technology for Kateva AgriScience. We are very excited to be launching two new recipes containing multiple new active ingredients. Um, a new recipe for our canola offering for both our Pioneer and Brabant genetics. Um, and as you mentioned, a new, uh, a new Lumigen offering for our corn uh, business in our, for our Pioneer and Brabant business as well. So both will be available for the 2023 growing season. You know, we're particularly excited about the addition of these two new recipes and these actives because of the uh, the value that it's going to provide growers uh, right across uh, right across Canada uh, in both the canola and and corn segment. So the canola package in particular, we are introducing um, an entirely new fungicide fungicide seed treatment package, which will contain four new active ingredients for multiple mode of action protection and truly uh, setting what we believe will to be the new standard in canola seedling disease uh, complex protection. So we're talking about protection um, against, uh, improved protection against Rhizoctonia, um, Pythium, seedling disease complex. And with the introduction of Lumisend, uh, we will now be offering um, some substantial black leg protection as well. It is estimated that approximately 55% of Western Canadian canola acres are affected with black leg, which has been estimated to account for an average yield loss of almost 10%.
Ratzlaff says Corteva's new seed treatments have been years in the making and says that new corn and canola seed treatments will be available for producers for the 2023 growing season. She says they look forward to discussing their new product offering with farmers at Egg in Motion this week. Ratzlaff says the new Umagen seed treatment packages will be exclusively available at Prevent Seeds in Pioneer Grand Greenfields. Tanner Wallace Scribner filling in for Jim Smalley, who's busy at Egg in Motion. Your market update is brought to you by Freeze Talman. Got a project that the cottage, cabin, or lake house, Freeze Talman delivers building supplies all around southern Saskatchewan. Visit freetalsman.com. And brought to you by Nelson GM in Assiniboia in Avonlea. With new inventory arriving daily, they'll find a vehicle that fits your agricultural lifestyle. Proudly serving southern Saskatchewan for over 60 years, see Nelson GM today. Looking at the markets, Durham at 436.42, feed barley 292.87, canola down 22 points to 806.62, chickpeas at 1014.13, flax at 802.67, lentils at 749.45, oats 336.53, yellow peas 476.25, feed wheat 338.30, and one red spring wheat was up 10 to 417. 59. That's been a look at your market update. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn at 842-4574. Now here are the latest livestock quotes. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of July 19th. Our last regular sale was on July 6th. We had close to 700 head at this sale. 600 of them were cows. The market was very strong. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.07 to $1.20. D3 cows sold from $0.95 cents to $1.07. Counter cows sold from $0.60 cents to $0.80. Cents. Heferet sold from $1.25 to $1.50, and Good Butcher Bulls sold from $1.35 to $1.60. There weren't enough steers or heifers in any one weight break to establish an accurate price quotation, but what we did have sold well. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets cattle and the prices too. Coming up next, it's the Resource Report. Now the Resource Report brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit secondlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid in Mandaco. Talk to your Mandaco dealer or visit mandaco.com to learn more about Mandaco Land Rollers and Tillage Equipment. DBRS Morningstars confirmed its credit rating of AA for Saskatchewan. They noted that the elected government has long demonstrated a commitment to a pro-growth agenda, a low and competitive tax regime, balanced budget, and low debt, and noted both a young, growing population and a diversified portfolio of government business enterprises. In its release, they state that the budget priorities have not shifted as the government continues to focus on economic recovery. Deputy Premier and Finance Minister Donna Harpower said that after all three major agencies have affirmed their credit rating for the province. Saskatchewan continues to have the second highest credit rating among Canadian provinces. Credit rating agencies recognize the province's commitment to responsible fiscal policy. On the markets, the TSX is up 315 points. The Dow Jones is also up 
546 points. Oil is up 79 cents to $1.18 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is up 5 one hundredths of a cent to be trading at $55.56 U.S. That's the Resource Report, and if you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges that growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's been Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I've been Tanner Wallace-Scribner, and Jim Smalley will be back with you tomorrow. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.